Initiating update. Three, two, one, go. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Nerd on Update, the weekly show where we talk about all of our favorite nerdy news from the prior week. And that's the first half of the show. The second half of the show is where we answer questions from you all, the people, the people? whether you're sending it in to our email or you are participating live in Twitch when this is being recorded live on twitch.tv slash nerdon. We don't introduce ourselves on this show, but we uh, just jump straight into the news and Tom's going to start us off. There it is. Hello! Thank you for my introduction, Caitlin. (laughs) Um, The news! Of course, Corey likes me to be consistent. So today, in in this this corner of the world, uh, the, the correspondent of the DC boy. Um, Thank you. Thank you. Or, uh, coming to you live from DC. Boy. Um, or check is in the mail time for those. Thank you. Um, I, I appreciate it. It helps me. Um, those who know uh, the, 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 the coherent way is the DC boy. Um, uh, this week was a pretty big week. Um, because as nerds, we all got fed. We all got fed. Mm-hmm. Um, big old Thanksgiving dinner of snack ciderness <laughs> wow sparkling sack ciderness um, i was trying to find a food that sounds like snyder and i couldn't come up with one nah. um, sparkling apple snyder yeah there so you go. Uh, whether you watch the snyder cut or you're interested in the next dc uh disney plus show that also came out this week too so um but for me in this i'm going to just celebrate this because it's more of like a it's not written in stone if it's going to happen but um the response from a uh, general audience overall in the world, uh, like the Zack Snyder uh, Justice League, uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League, uh, they prefer the Snyder Cut. Um, and uh, it's a interesting cautionary tale of being able to see, like, this is how one product is in 2017 versus another product in 2021. Um, that being said, there's a lot of questions of, quote-unquote, hashtag, restore the Snyderverse. Um, yes, sir. And uh, what does that rallying cry mean? Is it more for Zach to continue these stories or for these characters to get their own stories told? Um, there's a lot of characters that are cut out of the theatrical. I'm going to keep it spoiler free um, for those who haven't watched it yet. Um, but um, a lot of characters that were introduced in this film or had better spotlights, a lot of people are now rallying for continuations of those characters in other stories, which it, whether it be a cameo into uh, future films that have been announced like Flash or, um, you know, third Wonder Woman film, X, Y, and Z. But yes, the the cry out for Restore the Snyderverse is now a, a thing. Um, the audience is, is uh, how, how would you say, over, over the moon for the film and critics, uh, for the most part, are the most positive they've ever been for a Zack Snyder film since maybe 300, um, which is wild. Um, it was Dawn of the Dead, 300, and then... Uh, I believe Watchmen. I always forget Dawn of the Dead, man. Yeah, I never like when I think Zack Snyder. When they're like, "Well, which films do you like?" I'm like, "Well, 300." But Dawn of the Dead was like, "Zombies can run." You know who wrote Holy that, right? Shit. No, James Gunn. Nice. Um, Ooh, wow. So uh, yeah, it's wild. Um, and this is Dawn of the Dead remake. Uh, George A. Romero. Obviously, we have to take you know the 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 mother's milk of like where it came from. Uh, but yeah, uh, Gar- uh, Legend, the Guardians of Gahul. And uh, Sucker Punch, all those were critically panned, but they made a lot of money. And this is the first time that 
we won't know the budget or the the box office because it was purely released on HBO Max. Um, so it's all going to be about streamer numbers and whether that f- means that these characters find a new home on HBO Max in this Snyderverse because it's been all but said officially from Warner Brothers Pictures that 2017 is canon. This is not canon in the DCEU. Um, and this they may go back on that. I, I'm, let, me, let me say this one last bit. I know, bit. I'm sorry. I just, uh, no, you're I fine. Have some feelings. Uh, and also, all but said that this film is a cul-de-sac. There are no roads that lead from it. Um, but we also lived in a world where maybe a good chunk portion of the internet, maybe like almost 60% of the internet said, there, this cut does not exist. This film will never happen. This is not how the industry works. And here we are, baby. A year later, and we also like indoors, also game stonks, also so much has happened <laughs> that really taught us that like things can things happen. We happen? are in the wild, wild west. We really are. Um, so yes, hashtag the Snyder cut, a Snyderverse for me. Um, I'm not going to browbeat anyone that they should be a part of it, but um, yeah, if there's one thing, and except get- me. He was really aggressive <laughs> about it towards me. Yes, privately. always aggressive. But that that's all I'm going to say is that people like it. Um, if you want to read reviews, sure. If you want to experience it for yourself, go ahead. Um, but uh, yeah, people are generally liking it. And it, it is causing some up, up, you know, conversations to happen because you can't ignore that if there's money on the table that they won't continue to pursue this. Yeah. Does it come out as a miniseries on HBO Max? Who knows? But I mean, because Zack Snyder has said he wants to continue. Yes. The rest of his story. Um, yes. So, so. Uh, yeah, that that is me. Uh, I'll continue the superhero news. Yes, Tom. please. Do it. Um, so there is a new series call, uh, coming out called The United States of Captain America. Uh, it is going to be written by Christopher uh, Cantwell, who did uh, Doctor Doom. Uh, the artist will be Dale Eaglesham. Eaglesham, something like Fantastic Four uh, fame. Uh, but it's a big crossover story. Uh, and it's going to have four of the previous Captain Americas teaming up. We're going to have Steve Rogers, Sam Wilson, Bucky Barnes, and John Walker as they uh, traverse the United States looking for uh, Steve's missing shield. Mm-hmm. Um, along the way, we're going to have different stories that relate to each of them. But a big thing that's happening within the story or that's slated to happen is that they are going to meet... Different uh, American citizens who don't necessarily have powers, who have taken up their uh, mantle or their symbol in a, a uh, effort to fight back and help those who need it the most. Uh, one of those people we are going to meet uh, is going to be the first uh, LGBTQ Captain America to pick up the um, the mantle. Uh, it's It's going to be known as Captain America the Railways. Uh, he is going to stand for um, runaways, uh, those who have been kind of forgotten by society or kind of left left aside. Um, I'm actually, I haven't read a Captain America comic in a in a minute standalone for a long, long time. They're wonderful. Um, but this character, Aaron Fisher, uh, has got me really intrigued. Not only that, but the story itself about the four. Uh, Captain America's sounds uh, very interesting to me as well. I lost my note page. Here we go. The character of Aaron Fisher was created by um, Aaron Trujillo, um, who is known for uh, X-Force, I believe. No, sorry. Uh, uh, Jan Balzaldia. I don't know how to pronounce it exactly. A lot of vowels uh, that I'm not uh, 
my mouth cannot make culturally. I'm not great at that kind of stuff. I wish I was. But uh, known for X-Force, created the character in a hope that, um, much like the Captain America symbol, gives people hope that this character will as well. Um, So definitely going to check that out. I'm very excited. Dope. Nice. Nice. I will go. sweet. Night. Do it. Next. Next. I'll go next. I'll go next. Look, me not being able to pronounce things shouldn't. Yeah. You can't either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So my news comes from Square Enix. Uh, This past, uh, on the 18th, was the Square Enix Showcase. And they announced a new game in the Life is Strange series called Life is Strange True Colors. The the main character is Alex Chen, and her powers involve emotion, specifically empathy. Uh, I watched the trailer. It looks beautiful. Um, but they also announced that they are releasing the Life is Strange remaster collection, which will include Life is Strange and Before the Storm, stating that players will have an improved experience with improved visuals, and I'm sure there will be other stuff and things happening. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I love the Life is Strange games. I thought they were beautiful games, beautiful experiences. Um, but I also wanted to bring some some Fallout Friday feels news. Oh, here it is. Um, okay. Chad, a Fallout 76 story. Go check it out. Uh, posted something on Reddit. And basically what it was, was basically in the uh, Fallout 76 subreddit was just a way of kind of uh, expressing <laughs> positivity, having people share their stories. And one thing about Fallout 76 that has been has become kind of its thing over the years in its community is that strangers are meeting and forming relationships that are to the level of best friends. Even people have met their significant others via this game. And uh, Chad basically was, I mean, the, the host is Ken was going through and asking people to share their stories. And it's really quite beautiful. Uh, everybody, their their stories that they've been telling of people that they've met, wives, girlfriends, all these different things of how they've met through Fallout 76. And I commented, like, some of my new best friends I met via Fallout 76, and we meet every single day. We call ourselves the fake family. And whether we're playing... <laughs> fallout or just meeting on party chat to play separate games it's just an amazing community and uh i just can't speak highly enough of them um but uh yeah so that's my news uh shall we go on to the next part of the show questions yeah. i want to i want to rectify jan basilduya so it doesn't basilduya. get basilduya. mixed up in my mouth mm-hmm. yeah i, I want to make sure that we get the actual name out there. I do actually have a little a little tidbit though. <laughs> uh, so the PlayStation Play at Home, uh, Sony is doing a Play at Home thing where they they released uh, Ratchet and Clank and um, Uncharted last year, and this time they wanted to do more, so they're actually doing um, uh, March through June, uh, and they're going to be giving away Horizon Zero Dawn. And nine other games for PlayStation Ooh. 4, 5, and PlayStation VR users. You don't need a PlayStation Plus subscription to get them. Um, so Horizons uh, Zero Dawn Complete Edition is going to be available from April 19th to May 14th. Uh, but you can still get Ratchet & Clank 
Um, let me think. The other games were Abzu, Enter the Gungeon, Res Infinite, Subnautica, The Witness. Uh, for console, for VR, you can get Astro uh, Bot Rescue Mission, Moss Thumper, and Paper Beast. And those are going to be available through April 22nd at 8 p.m. PDT. So if you want free games, now's a good time to go get them. Horizon Zero Dawn is by far probably one of my favorite games ever. It's such a beautiful game, and I say, get it, play it, do the thing. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you for your not news news, Caitlin. Thank you. (laughs) This is the news to me. Um, No, no, no. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Uh, so the next part of our show is in which we answer questions from you, the audience, whether you're listening uh, via your favorite podcast app or watching on Twitch or whether you're on YouTube, um, we answer your questions. And you can submit them at questions at nerdon.tv or you can go to nerdon.tv backslash questions. You can also get on the Discord, nerdon.tv backslash Discord, and there are channels within there that you can submit your questions and if you are a member of the NerdOn Nation, nerdon.tv backslash Patreon, you do get what we call the NerdOn Nudge, in which your questions are answered first. And we save all of them. Like, we have a, a document that, since we've started going live, just keeps growing and growing and growing of questions. Truth. And Feed me. Feed me, Tom says. Feed me, Seymour. <laughs> and so you can ask any question, like, Tommy, no, I'm sorry, Spencer, shout out to Spencer, Shout out. What is the movie that is guaranteed to make you cry? Good question. Uh, this is embarrassing. I got it. Um, okay. I don't think I've cried a lot of films anymore. Like, I've cried for sure. Like, when my Joe Young happened, like, that that made me cry as a kid. And there's been later films that made me cry. But, like, there hasn't been films that make me cry multiple times. Uh, but one film that always gets me choked up, always gets me choked up, um, and I, I, I get glassy-eyed, and at least a tear formulates. Um, it's because you know you kind of expect it, but like if it if it if it hurt if it hurts it or you feel it, you feel it, um, and it's something that we've covered quite recently, um, and that's BVS, uh, Batman vs Superman Ultimate Edition, uh, Dawn of Justice, and it's uh, when. Um, spoilers, everyone who hasn't watched it. This is in theatrical too, so it's fine. Um, it's when Superman meets his untimely demise, and uh, there's a shot reverse shot between Wonder Woman and Lois Lane, and that always that always gets me. Like it, safe now. There, there's there's mu- <laughs> there's there's a music there there's there's it's 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 impactful for me. Um, and then the kind of just the loss of a of of a person in their life, and then when it's reflected by someone who's also like you don't know anything about them but you could tell that they've experienced that or they're they're channeling that part as a performance and you're like it gets me choked up it gets me choked up every time so that's me that's my answer who's next i'm thinking that's a good question i don't know if i know it off the top of my head i think it's called your name it's a it's an Anime movie. Oh. Um. Yes, your name. Two teenagers share a profound magical connection upon discovering they are swapping bodies. Things manage to become even more complicated when the boy and the girl oh, decide yeah. to meet in person. That's the that one, one that like made that all the money, me. right? Yeah, it's really, <laughs> it's really good, and will make you feel your feelings. Also, Spirited Away is another one that usually gets me. Mm. Oh. Don't um, say that. Ghibli love. Too late. 
I mean, one that used to make me always cry. Please don't judge me. Um, Armageddon. Oh. (laughs) Uh, When they're saying goodbye on the screen, because I got this dad thing that mm. just, ah, just, anyway. um, I don't want to close my eyes. I don't want to Judgment. Um, Yeah. Anything dog related. Anything animal related is going to make me cry. Don't watch like, a dog's life. Huh? Yeah, Never dog's mind. life. That's guaranteed. <laughs> dog's life. Guaranteed to make me cry. Uh, even like the Homeward Bound movies. Like, Shadow comes back at the end. Oh, Peter. I oh, missed you. Peter. Corey, what's like, yours? Uh, I don't know. I, I'll get choked up at certain movies, but there's nothing that's guaranteed. Yeah, it's tough. Nothing is guaranteed to... Which I one don't have you cried at the lot. most often? That's the thing. I just... Sometimes I'll cry in the moment when I... Mostly if I get teared up in a movie, it's when I don't expect something. So once I've seen a movie... Then you expect I don't really... Then you know. Yeah. Like, I remember getting teared up in uh, Endgame. Mm. When all the portals open and, you know, but since then, I'm stoked about it. But no, <laughs> I'm just dead inside. It's oh, fine. okay. Okay. Yeah. That's Can't confirm. For a long time. 2021. Next. Uh, but if there's dad stuff in a movie I haven't seen, that's probably going to be it. Okay. Yeah. Dad stuff. Supernatural? Dad stuff. <laughs> I haven't cried at Supernatural. He's still crying. Really good. <laughs> uh, next question. I'm actually going to jump down a little bit just because it's related. Comes from Gamer Fuji. Shout out. Mm-hmm. Oh. Uh, she says, related question. What is a movie slash show slash game slash etc. you didn't expect would make you cry but did? Legend of the Dragoon. Mm, oh, okay. That was quick. That was. I know exactly the scene. I know exactly the moment. I wasn't expecting it, and I was just gut punched. The game. So, yeah, I was not ready for a moment. That needs a remaster, re-release. So bad. So hard. Oh my god. So bad. Um, But yeah, for sure. I I know one show that was really unexpected for me, and for you know, Ben vs. Superman, it's very easy because it's like I have a bias, Um, and I know it works on me. Uh, but one that I did not expect was the first episode of My Hero Academia. Oh, oh okay. And is it the, is it the first? Yeah, it's the first, right? Yeah, when he gets Probably. the yeah, or it's, it's like, the point where All Might says like Midoriya. It's like you know you are. I choose you. It's like he's like you will inherit young these Midoriya. And yeah, and I was like, oh, and and it's that moment that Deku is just like. Can I be a hero without powers? I've, yeah, I've worked so hard and this is all I've ever wanted and I'll just continue being a good person and then my the, the my hero in my life has chosen me to take up his mantle. And again, it's just so much good emotional expectations and gearing of like, you know he's going to become a hero into this world, but it's the validation and the emotional stake of like him being validated that like his good heart has given him this karma that like, yeah, like you are the best person to be this person. And it's like, oh, I was like, oh my God. And when he cries, <laughs> it's just like, oh my, it gets me. Gets me. Uh, Corey, Josh? I'll go. Um, I'm not good at these questions. Uh, <laughs> I'm cry. A more recent feel. one was, was Honey Boy. <gasps> oh. Um, 
Shia LaBeouf <laughs> Tom. Isn't, isn't an amazing person, but that movie, the story that it tells, and to me that movie brought an awareness that I don't think society knows of and what trauma is and what it looks like and PTSD, what that looks like and how it's not just this thing. There, There's a lot to it, trauma. And there are a lot of things that really, really spoke to me personally that just, I was, I saw it at the Lemley in Pasadena and I was just like, Bonnie and I were the only ones there. And I was just like, ah, it was just, I didn't expect it because I didn't know I didn't know exactly what I was going into. I just knew that I, I wanted to see this movie. And I just was like, uh. Corey? Um, you don't cry. I'm really not good at this. No, Corey doesn't have any emotions for any media ever. I do. I do. I just, they're not outward emotions. I think about things a lot. And so it's, it's bad. Um, I mean, there's spoiler stuff for... Justice League, I could talk about. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I sometimes, I mean, it's, I'll just cry sometimes. <laughs> you don't cry, uh, Lord of the Rings? No, I, no. I've <laughs> seen it too many times. I don't, I don't know. I don't cry a lot. Um, I, I, I want to throw, terrible, that's such a bullshit answer to a great question, but. Uh, sometimes I'll listen to songs in the car, but like it doesn't make sense. Like I'll be listening to like sometimes it makes sense. Like sometimes, like Halo will come on by Beyonce, mm-hmm. and it's not about the how beautiful the lyrics of the song is. It just like is like that just sounds like it feels good to that cry to cry singing to. feels good for her. Like I can tell <laughs> that that just feels good to do. But, the- but then, but then I'll listen to like Eminem's Soldier. And that makes me like I'm just like this is such a good piece of art. It has nothing to do with there. It that's is. the answer. Well, unexpected. It's fine. It's okay. Cor- you did fine, Corey. It's okay. Thank you, Dom. Good job. Buddy. I'm gonna cry right now. Good no. boy. Uh, While good, streaming. Good boy. <laughs> um. Also, but all, in video games too. Like, I, there's a chock full watch. I was like, how is a, a pixel person making me cry? You know, like uh, emotions. I, I for sure <laughs> cried at Gone Home, and I cried at oh, Life. Gone Life Home, is strange. Yeah. Life is Strange mm-hmm. definitely made me cry for sure. Um, because Life is Strange hijacks you and be like, you remember your angsty teen years? Well, oh, here no. it all is. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's me. Um, uh, next, last uh, last um, pre-selected question comes from Tommy Stark. Pre- premeditated question. Premeditated uh, questions. Uh, just wanted to get your opinion. What if all of Stan Lee's cameos in the MCU were actually scrolls? I had hoped this were true and would have been revealed in Captain Marvel, but scrolls. Oh, um, scroll, scroll. They're the Oh, I was like scrolls, like a scroll of paper. Yeah, like Stan Lee. That's why I'm so confused. In my opinion, got it. If if Stanley's cameos were actually scrolls, um, sure. <laughs> he was a watcher, though. <laughs> the most they described they 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 put it they retconned it to him being a watcher. Sure, which I think is a more fun. Oh. It's it's to me, and I was actually having a conversation with. Uh, and don't you sure me? That's what it, I'm just saying. A fact. Well, you know, my thing is just sure because uh, again, I was talking with Will about this because I was talking about like, what if you were in a plane and then the blip happened, like. Do you just, pff, I'm in the sky or is it like, well, you're back to where you would normally be. It's like, so Hulk had enough 
in him to be like, I know where to put people, but he couldn't bring back Natasha. So that, that was the kind of the thing where I was just like, there's a lot of wishy-washy world building in that. And I'm not trying to poke holes and I'm okay with it. And it's like, it works. If he's a watch, watcher, sure. If Stanley's a scroll, sure. But it do, doesn't do anything with it, then it doesn't matter. Then it's fine. No, but we're and answering it, a question. Yeah, it can live. And so it's like, sure. So, that's where, that's uh, where I'm like, like sure. Yeah. That's where I'm at. It's like, next time you say a fact, I'm just going to go, sure. Yeah, sure. I mean, <laughs> it hurts, Tom. It hurts. It hurts. <laughs> sure. Well, does it hurt, Corey? I, I don't know what sure. kind of opinion to have about it because I feel like I don't know the deep lore stuff in connection with the scroll. Like, I only know what I know from the movies, really. So it's like, I would want more information if that was the case. I would want more story if that was if that was what that was. But I like the I, I like the idea of him being a watcher the implication. more. Yeah, him being a watcher, I like more for sure. Yeah. Uh, cool. Josh, uh, I really thought you were gonna go sure. I sure. <laughs> uh, no, I'm. Uh, I'm okay. <laughs> no. I would be okay with that. I obviously would want some explanation because the scrolls have become. I mean. There's even a reference in a recent Disney Plus uh, series that I'm like, you know, what what if? Like, but I I would definitely want like I wouldn't want it to be like, hey, by the way, it would be more like, hey, there's here's an explanation, like that kind of thing. I think kind of in the same line of what you were saying, Caitlin. Just mm. don't just it, throw it at me. And, Give me and some. <laughs> I I want to be uh, clear because uh, Corey has called uh, a a point of like it's a question. So for me, the sure is kind of like if it works, it works. That's fine. If it's going to actually play in the story, then I'll like care if it has like a world building right. aspect. But it's like you could say Steve Rogers like was a virgin. I'm like sure. sure. Like if you want it to be, that's up to you. It it's it's in your head can. Like Luke, uh, Luke. Uh, Mark Hamill says, like, if Luke Skywalker in your headcanon is gay, then he's gay. Like, it doesn't matter. It doesn't change how you want it to be. And you can have those fun, enjoyable, imaginative things. Was Steve a pallbearer at his own, at uh, Peggy's funeral? Sure. (laughs) Sure. Because it's a fact, Corey? (laughs) No, that one's not a fact. Steve wasn't? No. He didn't carry the thing? You know what they answered? Why not? <laughs> that was less. That was less of it. It's not in the movies. Like the Watcher thing is in the movies. Uh-huh. Note that this will be back. There's a whole scene about it. For sure. Um, sure. 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 <laughs> um, Next question. So now we'll answer questions from the chat, and everyone's already like going hard in the in the paint. For yes, it. I love um, it. So I want to answer a question real quick because I I don't think I've seen a question from Toasty Gawa in a, in a while. Toasty. Um. So. All right, and also this is I want to talk about this. All, all right, everybody, but mostly Caitlin. Try to bring it to everyone. Try to bring it to everyone, please. Uh, but Just also me. Josh, cardioid <laughs> condenser ribbon for vocals. I have no idea what this. So you don't want to know what the funny thing is? Uh-huh. Is like this is actually a question for Josh. For Josh. I'm in voiceover, yeah. but all voiceover people go to their audio engineers and go, "What should I get?" Because, like, I kind of know cardioid condenser ribbon, but so if Josh, I was to ask that question, I'd be like, hey, Josh. Um, <laughs> um, so, well, this depends. Uh, in a studio environment, I personally would tell you to get a cardioid condenser microphone. Um, ribbon microphones are really expensive, 
and there's a lot more to them uh, in terms of running them and making sure that they sound good. Um, they're wonderful because a lot of times uh, you're going to get some beautiful vintage um, like ribbon microphones. If it's a stage, uh, like if you're like if it's a live show, totally a dynamic because dynamic yeah. microphones like an SM58, those things oh. are fucking tanks. You could drop the shit out of that thing like 10 don't, times in your show. Which people don't. <laughs> well, I mean, which people do. Um, yeah, people twirl them around. Yeah. That's why sometimes you see those horror pictures of like an SM58, like half of it's just like bent it in. And you're like, oh, Jesus. No. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, I played with one of those for a year and a half before I could afford another but, one. So it happened. But here's the thing. The, the great uh, like mystery or catch-22 to that is like, one of the most popular vocal microphones on the planet is, a, is an SM7B, which is what we normally use when we're live, um, which I have a bunch Those. up there. It has been like the most popular vocal microphone for decades. Like I think it was first used on a Michael Jackson um, hmm. record. Oh, and wow. since then it's been like, that's the vocal the microphone. Thing. Um but I mean, you also have like a Neumann 87, which is a is not a dynamic; it's a condenser. But it is of the sexy. Mm-hmm. But it's also yes, yeah, four yeah. to six grand. So yeah. there's that. <laughs> and something else to keep in mind that I have learned with getting a microphone, if you're specifically looking to do voiceover work, there's like the industry standard, which they want you to have like a TLMO3 or U87, and then there's also so the, so that's like what the industry wants you to have. And then there's like, or the MK416, I think it is, is like that shotgun mic. Yeah. Um, but then there's also like what microphone actually picks up your specific voice well. Yeah. Because that's also something to take into account that you won't really know until you know your voice, what it does, what those microphones are, what they do. So it's like a... I, and that's one of those things where I don't know that kind of information. So I go to my audio engineer friends and I go, what microphone do you think my voice would be best with? And then the audio engineer will say like, oh, this one or this one for the industry standards, it'll be this kind of thing or that well, kind of thing. Well, and sometimes you so, want to experiment because you won't know. Like if you if right. you're lucky enough to be able to... To experiment. <laughs> to experiment, like, I mean, do it. Like try, because I know a friend that, he loves the AKGs. I don't remember what their their actual number is, but he loves those on vocals instead mm. of what everybody else uses. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, it's it's also what you think sounds good. Um, but oftentimes, voiceover, they'll tell you specifically, like, no, this is what we want. <laughs> TLMO3, U87, yep. MK416. <laughs> So those everyone, are, I hope you guys apogee hype mic. <laughs> apogee hype mic. Hope everyone enjoyed that extended uh, audio lesson, everyone. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but reach out to them on where the Discord, right? Discord. The Discord. So do that. Um, and also, so the next question is from uh, Black Diablo Mamba. Mamba. Question: Mamba. If it's not too personal, one of your phobias, and who would you switch them with? What? Ooh. Oh, what is your phobia, and would you want to switch with any? What? Listen, oh, man. Okay. One of your phobias, and who would you switch with? Like switch, among us. Switch, I get so it we're all gonna say our That's phobias. That's what I was gonna ask. Yeah. So, I uh, go ahead. Yeah, go for I it. I have a fear yeah. of heights. You're afraid I hate of heights. Being up high, I hate it. 
I can do it. Like I, I remember climbing this incredibly tall fire tower, but I was I like all the blood had drained out of my body and my legs were shaking as I went to the top. Ooh. Uh, cause the wind was like blowing it. <laughs> um Corey, sound like you had one? No, I was gonna say we did an episode on our phobias, I think. Did we? Uh, it was either an extra or a minute it was or an something. Extra, yeah. Okay. And I don't really have any phobias. Phobia. I don't want to be buried alive, but I feel like that should just be a general fear. survival so, thing. Just so everyone <laughs> knows, phobia should be a quote unquote an irrational fear. Uh, yeah. Or like an, a fear that goes to an extent like, yeah, of like debilitating. Physically. Like you should be afraid of or have some apprehension towards spiders or heights in the dark. Like that keeps us surviving. But to the point where you avoid it at all costs, that's the phobia level. Um, yeah. So if in that sense of only, any phobia that I have is the fear of failing myself mm. is that's probably the most irrational why I work myself to the bone as much as I can or continue to be like, no, it's okay. I'll take care of it because I don't want to fail the thing that, you know, it's been put up to do. So that's, that's well, I mean, that. case in point, you, you, I can quote you on one of our shows a few weeks ago in which you said, if you don't achieve by the age of 30, Oh, if he quitting. doesn't make a movie. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If he doesn't make Fully a feature film. <laughs> by the time he's 30, he's quitting everything. Over it. Yeah. Um, Josh? That's a good one. Uh, for me, I I have a literal irrational fear of spiders. Oh, like, okay. It doesn't... Uh, but it's it's complicated because if I find one in my house, I'm still like a nature guy. I'm like, okay, listen. I'm going to try to get you out of my house the safest way I possibly can. But if I feel a spider web, if there's a spider on me, <laughs> it's irrational. <laughs> the my long reaction. pause. Whereas my wife's like, really? Um, it's irrational. So if I and send you all those creepy spider videos. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and, um, and the dark. I'm afraid of the dark. My mind starts filling in irrational things that are in the dark mm. uh and it's it's so silly um and to but, the second part of that question who would you switch them with i wouldn't switch it with anybody because i don't wish that upon anyone my phobia in particular i mean it's a, it's, it's, i feel like we share that one as well though because be I, selfish I'm, though Tom. yeah I'll give it to me. Uh, then I'll give it to Mr. No Fear over there, Corey. I'm <laughs> <laughs> not saying I don't Here's have fear. fear for I'm going to give all my fears to Corey. <laughs> I have yeah, we're fears. all going to switch just, with Corey. <laughs> I wouldn't describe any of them as irrational. That's all. Yeah. Mine, mine is pretty irrational. I had a, you know what? I, for a month straight, I had basically heart hiccups. Uh, and I thought I was going to die every day. And ever since then, geez. nothing else has really felt <laughs> scary. <laughs> Then waking up and going to sleep, being like, "Wow, this could be it. This is wow. this could be the end." That's uh, intense. <laughs> yeah, I could feel every heart. It was every forty-five seconds to a minute. I could feel my heart hiccup Whoa. all day for about a month. Dude. I mean, you guys were there for. We did Black Panther. There's an episode of if you listen to our Black Panther episode, I I don't I barely talk at all because I was feeling my heart hiccup. beat differently. So ever since then, I've just been like. It's all gravy, baby. (laughs) Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Um, Next question. Again, y'all, I know y'all love individual hosts, but try try to make the questions for everyone. We all like to play. Caitlin, how's the booth? 
This is from Talon oh. of the Dragon. Oh, yeah. There, so there's been a massive change in scenery behind me. Answering the question, how's the booth? Um, it's great. <laughs> it's wonderful. It's quite soundproof. I have sat in there in the dark a couple of times just because it actually blocks out so much sound that it's great. Um, it is a little tight in here, but overall it has been a lifesaver. So I'm, it's wonderful. Josh, how many? How much time we have left for questions? Um, I'd say let's do like two more. Two more, perfect. Um, okay, this is from Nate Hawk, nineteen eighty nine. This I think comes from last week. Week. Do y'all ever just become friends with fans? LOL. Hope this is not a weird question. Um, no, I don't we think have. it's a weird question at all. No. Um, yeah, I think we have we, and that's I think what the Discord is for. Like, I'll be a hundred percent honest. I hate the word fan. I absolutely hate the word fan of anything that yeah. connects to me what I do because I like listeners. I like audience members. I like participants. I like something that doesn't feel like worship me at my feet. I don't like false idols. I appreciate discourse. I appreciate community. Um, so yeah, be part of the community, reach out and not touch me, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, it's, I think it's all about respecting each other's boundaries though. Like that's, that's where it's like, in my mind, a fan is someone who just like worships someone and doesn't really care about their boundaries because they're not even a real person. Like, oh, man, <laughs> I've told so many people I, I love their work that I'm a fan, and now they think I don't respect their boundaries. I mean, that's my take on it. God damn. Like, you can say Damn. you're a fan of someone, but I I'm think. Fan of your work. Like, yeah, you could be a fan of someone's work and that kind of thing, but I feel like. I think there's a difference between fan and fanatic, though. Yes. I think you're describing yes. a fanatic. Yes. I have come across some fanatics in the past, which has altered my view of... Because, like, I, one of my, um, uh, my great aunts, uh, her philosophy in life was never met a stranger, only met new, more friends. So it's like, I subscribe to that. Like, yes, you have different levels of closeness with everyone you meet, and maybe you're not going to talk about your entire life story to literally every person you come across, but like, there's no reason everyone can't be friends, you know? Yeah. So that's that's my take on all of that. Josh. Yeah, I mean, everybody's already said what I would say yeah. and how I how I feel about it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what we've always and I know fan and fanatic are the same word, but I think they have very different yeah, connotations. Context. Their usage. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, I mean, we at Nerd On when we got super clear about what we were doing here, because, I mean, the first, I think in the first year, we were kind of just sussing out what we do here, uh, just the workflow, so to speak. And then I think in the second year, we all sat down and got very clear of what Nerd On actually is and something that we all, something that we all really... Uh, it's going to be fun for the audio fans yeah. going towards or found ourselves really drawn to was this idea of community and the discord really is that kind of thing where it's like it is a place i'm not always active but i see the discord as like it's the community like that's I mean, especially during a pandemic it's like yeah our the way to go our our discord has tripled um in the pandemic and it really is such a, that's for me. I mean, yeah, I hope that answers the question. I apologize if it doesn't, but everybody's already kind of said what I would that say. Was, don't worry, Josh. It was long and beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> Just that was like really you. long. 
Um, oh, no, beautiful. all good. Um, so last question. You don't know what I think, Tom? Nope. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> no, I don't actually have anything. I just wanted to. Uh, just wanted to well, get upset. You, you, you hopped in a little bit and you talked about it. Uh, yeah, yeah. So this is this is gonna be the last one, and I, I wish we could answer more of the questions in the chat. Please put more questions if you'd like, and we can answer. We'll them, save them. Uh, we'll save them next week. Um, but this last question is. I mean, this is this is out of my realm, so I would love to hear you guys. Uh, sure. This is also from Talon of the Dragon. Talon, you, you're in the chat. I love it. Um, okay, so official question, is anyone else excited for Starfield? Yes. So mm-hmm. I don't know what Starfield is, and let me explain either. it for the, the layman. Oh, or, go for it. Uh, so I'm just reading it off the Google. Starfield is Bethesda's, Bethesda's first original first. RPG in 25 years, and is set yeah. in space. Almost three years after it was announced that it's almost everything we know about Mysterious Project that studio has been talking about internally for a decade. So, um, huh. I mean, I'm excited for Bethesda to be... Like it's since it's their first original in so long, I'm super excited. I I will admit that I'm a Bethesda fanboy. I love their games. Um, uh, yeah, I'm excited. I I'm interested because they are basically in the news that I've been reading lately is that they're pushing hard for it to come out this year in 2021. So. It looks wild. I mean, I I think it's going to be watch the if you haven't seen the trailer, go watch the trailer. Uh, it's just to. a teaser trailer, but woo, um, Ooh, boy. For for I'll me as that. a gamer, I'm into everything. I don't hate things uh, in terms of games unless I find it very scummy and toxic community. Like I don't like being called like racist words on the internet. Um, I don't think anyone should have to deal with that. Um, I'm talking to you, all you children which are potty mouths on Call of Duty. Um, but uh, no, yeah, I mean, most games, it's like, sure, why not? Like, w- the storytelling in games and also immersion and world building and agency is just wonderful. Um, but it just depends if there's going to be another game that comes out. Like, Cyberpunk uh, 2077 never came out for me yeah. because I had a PS4 and my PC also can't play it. So, like, will Bethesda, co- will that game come out for me? Well, I don't know. Um, I mean, I just want to say something to... Uh, brad's comment in the chat praying it's not going to be exclusive based on my news last week most likely it will yeah unfortunately i know that there's been some reports that xbox or microsoft has funded the rest of the project starfield meaning they probably in their contract to get the funding had to say this will be a an exclusive unfortunately <laughs> Which is know. fine. Like, look, people who have Xbox and Game Pass, I think you could also Game Pass it up on on PC. On PC so, yeah, enjoy it, have fun, like do your thing. But if it doesn't come out for me, it doesn't come for me. But I'm excited. Exclusivity, sure. like the exclusivity wars are like happening. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, like, I still want to play Halo games. I just ne- don't have a console. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So, um, that's it. But Great. That's it. That has been this week's Nerd On update. Um, thank you so much for everybody sending in their questions. Thank you to the people that are in chat submitting their questions. Uh, if you are watching on YouTube, thank you so much for watching. Uh, we appreciate you all. If you are new to NerdOn, check out our website, nerdon.tv. It has all of the information on everything that we do. We do a lot. We have several different podcasts that we do. Um, so check that out. Uh, we are literally on every single podcast app. Um, if we're not, let me know. Uh, because I will make sure that we are there. Um, yeah, check out that website. Share us with your friends, your family. Rate and review us. It 
when people come in and they go to their favorite app that has rates, ratings and reviews and they see other people rating and reviewing it, it, it gives them something to go on. And that's what uh, one of my favorite podcasters uh, kind of showed me is to just to ri- remind you that that kind of stuff helps other listeners see that, yeah, I should I should be listening to this. So and it's free do, and it's free. It, it is totally free. So stop by, do that. It helps us subscribe where you like to listen or watch here on Twitch, over on YouTube, wherever you're at. Uh, but yeah, that has been the Nerd On update. You know the drill. As always, Nerd On! Nerd on.